been a while. Yes. Yeah, I've missed you. I've missed you. It's good to see you. Yeah. Are you recording? I'm ready. Oh. You ready? <laughs> You're listening to Pop the Kettle On with Nicole Essio and Dr. Rachel Bushing. I'm Nicole. I'm Rach. And welcome to Pop the the Kettle kettle On. on. This is a podcast in which two rad gals pop the kettle on, pop our feet up and have a chat about our life through the lens of pop culture. It's a chat between friends that we share with you. We try to pop in some life lessons too. So pop the kettle on. And we'll bring the sugar. Hi, Rach. Hi, Nicole. How you doing? It's beautiful to see you. It's lovely to see you too. I have missed you. I've missed you too. It's been like forever ago. Too long. We had a bit of a... We had a bit of an unscheduled break <laughs> in the middle of season three. Actually, yes. it's not even the middle. I don't think we made it to the middle no, yet. No, I think we're two episodes in and just ran out of steam. We, not for the podcast, no. just life hit yeah. us with a bus. Yeah. Metaphorically. Sledge, sledgehammer life. <laughs> sledgehammer life, yes. Slate us down. Mm-hmm. But you're feeling hey. better because you've been unwell? Yeah, I'm coming out of it, yeah. Thank- when we were meant to record, we were all like plague sign on the door. It was just kind of... Yeah, no, do not enter. I know, and you didn't keep it to yourselves. You all shared it with each other Indeed. at home. Yeah, well, which is you know sharing is caring. I like to keep it in the family. But when you're so busy and yeah. you know there's so much going on, it's mm-hmm. like the universe hits you with stuff because yeah. you've you know. Yeah. So <laughs> Nick and I were just doing a kind of like a speed catch up, like <laughs> <laughs> about like this is happening, this is happening, that's happening, that's happening. I know because we haven't seen each other. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just saying to Nick that like it's the sickness I had to have. Yeah. Because I've been doing too much basically and yep. um, taking on the weight of the world. And the universe wanted you to just slow down. Slow down and reprioritize. So um, when I say I'm I'm better now, I'm 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 in a different place, but I'm in a really reflective place because I'm needing to kind of think about life and how things are set up and what our priorities are. And the if you say yes to this, what are you having to say no to? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 So, in fact, I'm in a phase of having to say no mm. to anything that is not um, about my family at the moment. Yeah. So, we are building the granny flats. That's happening. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Well, watch this space. Okay. But it's due to happen sometime between now and Christmas. Oh, Touch that's watch very exciting. Yeah. We have plans. We have the finance approval. We have, what else wow. do we have? A builder. We have got a couple of other little um, side inspections, structural engineer things, the DA application. Yep. All fun stuff. Um, and then mum's moving on in. Yeah, mum's moving in. Wow. Yeah. So all happening at the Bushings household. This is correct. So no wonder you guys fell in a heap. Yeah. Holy yeah. guacamole. Yeah, I know. And I was just saying to Nick as well that like I'm <laughs> going great guns in business and it's really busy and I'm starting to hire people and it's all happening. So if you know any good psychologists who want to come work with me, wow. the advert will be out probably in the next couple of weeks. We'll That's see. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Little shop of pop. <laughs> going yeah. off. Yeah, it's going off. So 
there's that's um you know it's actually it's quite interesting because my youngest starts school next year oh my word this is the reprioritization because a couple of months ago I would have been like oh that's going to be a completely different phase Mm. but um now part of what we're needing to reprioritize is just about um having my mum move up and look after her she's not been well yeah as you know yes I do um and I think yeah, it actually is nice to just be like, I actually have to change things in the way that I work because I'm going to have to be more available for my family, Yeah, I think. So, yeah, so that means I'm hiring a psychologist to hopefully see more of the people so that I can do that. That's amazing. Yes. So I reckon hmm. our fabulous listeners will know people who know people or are people yes. who know people. Yeah. <laughs> Drop on by. Yeah. yeah that sounds good. Yeah, it's You've got a really little good. shop of pop.com.au. I'm guessing there's an AU. Yes. Oh, yay. <laughs> no, there's not an AU. <laughs> oh, crap. Little <laughs> shop of pop.com. Dot com. Simplify. Yeah. yeah you yeah. can go there. Check yeah. it out. It's all happening. Yeah, it is. Um, so all of this is to say I was driving here to do the podcast yeah. and I was like, what are we going to say about Queer Eye? Oh, my goodness. And so I much. thought, Nick, I need to be Queer Eyed. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm hoping you'll be my Jonathan <gasps> today. That sounds fabulous. <laughs> Except without the ice skating obsession. <laughs> oh, come on. I kind of had a gymnastics obsession for a while. Oh, really? <laughs> you just need to grow a little bit. You should put, like, a little mustache on. <laughs> um, I could totally do that if I had to. <laughs> you can do that. I did. Lesio I... is Italian. <laughs> I could definitely grow it if I needed to. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Queer Eye. Yeah, Queer Eye. I did you watch the original series, Rach? Yep. Every single episode, of course. Right. The minute, so, the minute it came out, you know, Queer Eye for the straight guy. We're talking. Yes. We're talking mm-hmm. Carson and mm-hmm. Tom and the other ones. Uh, little um Jay. Jay. Um, yes. Uh, I know. I watched it. Um, it's it's stupid late night nine life programming at the moment is it really yeah so randomly i stumbled across one of these old episodes like a few months ago oh yes i should be able to tell you there Uh, you go um there's a guy with a really weird name oh Uh, anyway doesn't matter doesn't matter matter? carson's the most important one anyway (laughs) he kind of was (laughs) he was definitely the standout wasn't he that's all anyone remembers yeah absolutely um look i have just been a diehard fan of makeover shows since day dot and like do you remember when oprah used to do like makeover shows obsessed with them i know totally Yeah. yeah paul actually said to me if there was a makeover show that turned the person into a bride or like there was a marriage involved so makeover bridal maternity like he said that that would just be my ideal show (laughs) you just watch it watch it watch watch have you seen Marie Kondo yet yes yeah 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 I mean I thought that was house makeovers but it was like that was just giving me the same buzz but it's like it also kind of the way that she does that I think helps with the prioritization as well it kind of makes you think about what's important yeah my sister's doing a bit of condoing at home Mm -hmm. yeah we had a a chat about it the other day and I said what about this what about that Mm -hmm. and then she sent me pictures later on like this is gone this is gone this Uh is gone like yes yeah I am hoping I'm looking forward to that next year because we are building we're putting yeah. on a granny flat for my mum. Yeah, you are. So we're going to have to restructure things. And I was just like, okay, so there are things like Duplo in my house where now that oh. I have, you know, all school-aged children, are they really going to play with the Duplo again? Yeah. Which is making me very sad. I actually still have Duplo myself. Well, 
you know, maybe Lego just fits in a different category. Maybe Lego is kind of like timeless. This is the thing, right? Um, it kind like, of is. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I don't know, baby dolls and, you know, um, cots for the baby doll and that kind of stuff. And I must like, say, Miss Nine, so small small yeah. one, is still obsessed. We just got a new one, mm-hmm. baby doll, because she loves babies. She loves the babies. And there's a whole – they've all got names. They've got mm-hmm. birth dates. She's got it on a chart on the yeah. wall. yeah. It's hard to work out which bits they will still be obsessed with. I know it's tough, but there's just too much stuff as well. Yeah. And then people clearing out their stuff give us stuff. Yes. You know, it's like. (laughs) And with the twin thing as well, I guess you would get like two lots of the similar age stuff and then. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, Yeah. they can't pass down to one another. No. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, but so, I'm still hoping, you know, in, in all the time I'm going to have at home suddenly swanning around when they're at school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all, all these listeners are just like, they spat out their teeth. They're just like, that's hilarious, right? Yeah. But if I had Queer Eye come yes. and help me do it, it could happen. Well, they went to Japan. They mm-hmm. came to Yas. That's true. So I, I reckon... Know, I, know. I did write to, to my husband and I was kind of like, okay, so we need this backyard project to happen for mm. my mum I'm mm. like where's Jamie Jury like you know like who can we write to who's going to come and just like you know resource this yeah exactly I know so. well not just even resource it but just I have no creative eye when it comes to like putting a garden together mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. like I don't know plants I don't know how to grow like I would need someone to come in and have that creative eye who yeah. could say yeah. you need a yeah. this Sandra herbidarium or something you know what I mean <laughs> Jamie Jury where are you <laughs> so Queer Eye the original I love yes, yes um and I have googled now do you want me to run through well done girlfriend so, <laughs> thank you very much mm-hmm. so Carson obviously the standout of that particular series mm-hmm. um Ted was the food and wine guy sure glasses and yep, um yep. Cayenne Cayenne oh, yes the grooming guy Yes, he was the very, very suave looking one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tom was the design dude. Mm-hmm. And he and Carson actually had a show, just the two of them. And then there was Jay who did the, yeah, culture stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, culture. And they were lovely. But Tag along culture. Yeah. But don't you think they were, maybe because of Carson, mm. not because of Carson, but I think Carson had a bit more of that bitey edge to him mm-hmm. compared with like mm. Jonathan being the standout who mm. was just... All mm. love and no judgment and just yeah yeah beautiful man isn't he I don't yeah I don't know because perhaps I read Carson differently mm. perhaps I don't know because it's about fashion yes. there is that kind of like oh wear this wear that I don't yeah. know and because I don't feel judgment in fashion I'm just like it's fabulous <laughs> um, but having said that the current fashion guy in the new Ten. one Tan is a lovely man. My oh. husband's like in love with Tan. How can you not be? I know. And I'm like, I can be your Tan. He's like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, I could. I'll take you to the shops right now. Westfield, let's go. He's a different style. He's very like gentle and lovely. He is. Um, I don't know. Why does Carson stand out? I don't know. I also find it really funny. I think that all the commentary is kind of like that in the first round, they were sort of like a lot of it was kind of that um, visit and trying to kind of like conquer it that was whole absolutely the breakout kind of situation yeah. for seeing mm. a bunch of people who just living their lives mm. right they were just living their lives and making other people's lives better yeah it wasn't about 
they're gay. Mm. It was about these are five wonderful humans who mm. are trying to make other people feel wonderful too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was extraordinary for its time. Yeah. I think all of them are a bit more, let's say, judgmental. I just mean kind of more like sort of like a whirlwind, like yes. coming into the house and going, these socks stink and what have you got in your cupboard and blah, 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 blah. more um, Tassie Devil kind of spinning. <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. But it was probably just the format and it kind of um, – punchier kind yeah. of thing I think yeah um, I think though there was a real intention when they did the reboot to kind of give it a little bit of a different tone mm. because there is that um, I think that look it is more joyful it does go more into kind of like um, that sort of like all round helping the person rather than just chucking some nice clothes on and going there you go you're better yeah it's there's, much more holistic yeah there's more of that kind of like talk to me about the clothes and you know it's very psychological makeover I know but it's beautifully done and they've even given the culture guy something decent to do <laughs> I love Karama so much do you yes I do I've, and- I'm fraught <laughs> ah. I'm fraught it's I'm. I find it fraught sometimes. Yes, because he is a qualified social worker. Yes, he does have qualifications. Yes, he does. I didn't realize that at first. I yeah. was like, "Who's this kind of like pseudo counselor who's yeah. all like?" <laughs> yeah, no, he is actually qualified, and he actually has quite a um, very interesting personal story, doesn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. How so, do you yeah. know he does? Because I I listened to him on Russell Brand, and I know that you wouldn't have done that. <laughs> No, where did I hear his story? I can't even remember. But yeah, the, he's got two sons and mm-hmm. um, he's, yeah, he just obviously, you know, growing up as a young black man and that mm. kind of what that means, I guess, in America in particular yeah. Yeah. Um, and sort of pushing through that and yeah. then coming out and yeah. yeah, all that stuff. Like it's... Yeah. Well, what he said on Russell Brand is that he actually was um, aggressive and abusive in one of his personal relationships. Yeah. Which is so interesting. Yeah. And, he's and like, so important to hear yeah. that it is that doesn't define you. That yeah. could be how you behaved in this particular moment. Because I'm yeah. worried that we do that. We yeah. demonise people for their behaviour, yeah. and then want to throw them out of society. Yeah. And there are some instances yeah. where that is appropriate, yeah. but it's not a lot of instances. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that yeah, in that particular thing, mm. he obviously he learnt better, and then he did better, yeah. and now he can say this is my path to redemption and yeah. my path forward yeah yeah which is really important to know that there is a way out of that rather yeah. than you are painted with this yeah thing that you did yeah which for is sure. horrific for sure I'm not saying it's not no but I think he was also saying because it's interesting that this was in his same sex relationship Mm -hmm. and he was like there's there was there's not enough role models for how two men have a healthy relationship yeah and he was like he I didn't realize that you know um like having a bit of like grabbing aggression sort of I don't think it was a punch to the face but it was definitely physical aggression yeah he's like well I think I just normalized that that's normal men can fight in that way Mm. and that it didn't like uh, occur to him or that his was partner, abusive. Right? yeah that's right like you know you're taught you can't hit a woman and he was like well I didn't know that about men yeah but it you know it's the dynamics of that intimate relationship yeah that, that, you know <laughs> like yes you also can't hit that man yeah but um if you wouldn't do it to your boss <laughs> you wouldn't do it at work yes you know um but domestic violence is higher in the lgbtqi plus a community is that um, true yeah, yeah, yes, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, that's very sad. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I think it is because it's because they are people who have had to live secret, silent, closeted relationships, and there can be the abuse of, um, you know, I'm going to out you. Oh my gosh, can, how awful! Yeah, yeah. Historically, has been a form of emotional manipulation. So they already come into the relationship with baggage and shame. Yeah, and you've got two hurt people who have been judged and hurt by society. Then. You know, so probably not so healthy, yeah, right, because of what they've been through, um, trying to cohabit and make a relationship, and then they just don't have those elders, those models for like what a healthy relationship looks like. Which is why queer eye is so important. Exactly, it's so important, and because a couple of them have families, kids, like yeah. you know, marriage, um, well, yeah, have dated women in the past, like you yeah. know. And I think Tan and his husband have been together for a long time. Yep. Bobby and his husband have been together for a very long time. Yeah, a very long time. Isn't Bobby wonderful too? Oh, he's delightful. Oh, Christian Bobby. I know the little darling. <laughs> you know. His family still don't accept him, right? I know. That, yeah. Mm, yeah. I know. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah, just having to make that decision like, okay, well, I suppose I don't have a family because they are very Christian mm. and, yeah, he – and having to go and make out, make his own family, you know, like he was family. homeless for a bit, I think. He yeah. left home and, oh, yep. gosh. And I think that, you know, I can only imagine what the kind of, um, you know, finding these men process would have looked like. Yeah. But I think it's interesting because as the seasons have gone on, they've opened up more about their own personal lives and personal story. And they gel so beautifully, these yeah. five guys. So you've got Karama who does the culture and um, – You've got Tan, who, you know, was from England, but he does all the fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Anthony, who does food. Yes. You've got uh, Bobby, who does all the house and all that sort of stuff. And then Jonathan. you've got Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is all about the grooming. JVN. Um, JVN, um, who is just a delight. Like <laughs> He's j- lovely. Oh. Yeah. They're, but they're all in their own way. Yeah. Just mm. absolutely beautiful. Lovely. And it's funny how when they have different episodes, like one is more connected as well like there seems to be that they pick people and then there's more of a connection with with one of them Mm. um because obviously you know you can't be best friends with everybody Mm. um but yeah there seems to be that sort of one of them is much more connected to the Mm. person that they're trying to make over Mm. and it's the gentle kind loving way that it's done is just extraordinary yeah 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 and the thing that really killed me was when Karamo was driving and they were going to the cop they were doing a cop mm-hmm. and the man who you know the partner of the cop the um, police officer uh, partner not person partner you know <laughs> what I mean partner. <laughs> work partner mm-hmm. um, pulled them over to you know say you know welcome and whatever mm-hmm. but just the face of a black man being pulled over by a cop mm. and the way that he talked about that and talked about it with the police officers and what mm. that means for him and how they listened and mm. Mm. oh yeah that's one thing that's much more intersectional yeah in this series than it was in the previous one absolutely yeah you know yeah um, and it may yeah it makes me cry mm. you know because I don't think in the first one I think it would be kind of like you know happy fun la 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 yeah but this is you really pulls on the emotional doesn't it heartstrings yeah. yeah and these people who they're making over you know they're yeah. all different circumstances and different reasons yeah. you know some it is kind of at that more for want of a better description frivolous end you know like one guy who wanted to propose and he's yeah. a bit of a shaggy head you yeah. know over bearded kind of yeah holes in his shirt kind of guy and yeah. you know the way they pulled that together was lovely and yeah. then there are others who are mm. really struggling with who mm. they are and yeah 
Oh, there was that episode um, where the guy who got shot. Yes. <gasps> yeah, that was that was when I was like, oh, Karamo's really stepping up. Like, Isn't he just? Yeah, because um, he did this whole like meeting with the the guy who'd been shot and was paraplegic. He was in a wheelchair with the guy who shot him. With the guy who shot him. <laughs> oh, because he was out of jail now. And yeah. He, oh, yeah. Oh my word. I know. When Karamo suggested it, I was like, <gasps> sharp intake of breath. Yeah. He's like, hey, a way to kind of find answers and have closure on this is to call up the guy and ask him why he shot you. Okay. <laughs> How I mean seriously for you like from yeah, a yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> from a from a point of like trying to help people through their trauma yeah. would that be something that you would ever suggest um, I thought sometimes. it was fraught with danger yeah no but I think that um, you'd you have know, to do a lot of pre work correct yeah so I think that's the thing it's just like this is all happening in a week yeah um, but having said all this. It's made for TV, so either they are kind of like, we'll give it a shot, and if it spectacularly fails, we just won't air it. I, I think they do a lot of work beforehand. Correct. <laughs> That's the other option. <laughs> I'm going to go with option B. Yes, is that uh, it was, look, it was probably happening live, but I'm sure that they, they loosely kind of marked things out before going into that. Yeah. They would have met with the other guy and been, are you open to this and yeah. what is it that you would like to say? Yeah. So that then, but oh, do you know, there's this, um, speaking of, doing Batchy last time and then, you know, now Queer Eye. There was something in the news and I didn't quite catch it about um, an ex-reality contestant mm-hmm. suing Ch- Channel oh, 7. It was um, House Rules. No, oh, yes, House Rules. Mm-hmm. Why do I think My Kitchen Rules? You are correct. It was House Rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's some civil suit around sort of like going on this show and giving me the villain edit has mm-hmm. ruined my life. And she has won that. Well, wow. I believe Channel 7 are appealing. Yeah. But part of the ruling was around was she employed right? Um, versus, you know, a contestant. Yeah. And, yep. of course, you know, reality TV, yeah. they get paid to be yeah. on these reality TV shows. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, it's very interesting. Correct. But I think, you know, it's a different way that they do it. On Queer Eye is not a gotcha mm. TV yeah. production. Yeah. It's absolutely about mm. lifting people. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it is. But also, um, because it's so watched, you would probably, just being the person who's made over on that show, it would elevate you in the public kind of visibility, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be interesting to find yeah. out, actually, mm. how people are. I love that, that where are they now kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Love to know how, like, season one Queer Eye makeover people are doing. Yeah. and Yeah. Yes, Oprah used to do that too. Like, oh, I know. Revisit. Like, where are we now? Oh, my God. Now that I think about it, I even love Grand Designs. Yeah. <laughs> I love The Block. Transformations. Yes, transformations. Although The Block, I only watch one, well, and I fast forward most of it. Just yeah. I want to see the transformation. Yes. I want to see all the confected drama. Just go for the reveals. <laughs> I know, totally. But, yeah, Queer Eye, you watch the whole way because it, is, yeah, it's such a beautiful story the way they do it. It's gorgeous. And have you ever noticed on Netflix on our one anyway that they change the picture? Like, so you know how when you go through and you get your like master menu, mm-hmm. and it sort of is like you know you may enjoy this, and sometimes yeah. Queer Eye comes up as an option. Yep. It has the little kind of like um, profile shot, yeah, little tile, and sometimes they change the tile, huh. and I go like, oh, new season, and then I'm like. Oh. It's Bummer. not a new season. They've just changed the tile. However, there is a new season. Just is started there? the other night and <gasps> I haven't caught the first one yet, oh, which is terrible. Mm. Um, in Japan. Queer Eye went to Japan. That's amazing. Wow. 
So I'm really looking forward to that. Very excited. I know. I know. Because, yeah, there's something powerful about watching people elevate themselves. For sure. And if we had more time, I would have, like, researched, like, you know, why makeovers. But, you know, because you always (laughs) ask me, what's your psychologist spin on this? (laughs) Well, because, you know that's what you do yeah but I think it's it's also I feel like we're starved for just good news stories absolutely you know and I think kind of like so it's it just speaks to us because it's like it's inspirational it's aspirational it's heartwarming it's a nice story like we want to see people happy we want to see people being kind to each other oh my goodness yes like this is my thing I just kind of I get home at the end of the day and I'm just like I just want to watch good news and people being kind Mm mm-hmm so, I know. Um, you know, I, I think can't that's watch, what it gives us. I can't watch movies where as much as they're brilliant yeah. acting, you yeah. know, brilliant writing, amazing stories of human endurance mm. and all this. No, can't do it. Yeah. Cannot do it. I need to watch a rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> I need to watch a comedy. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about reality TV. Like, so much of it is kind of like drama. Oh, I know. You know, like, even um, let's go with Bachelor again. Like, mm. you know, Australian Bachelor likes to convince us that they're helping people fall in love, mm-hmm. which the statistics would say, yes, many of those couples are still together. Yeah. But it just fits in stark reality with, like, okay, so if there's like 10 weeks of it, nine weeks is people being bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last five minutes is, oh, look at us now, we're in love. Yeah. And it's like, oh, uh-huh. Like, and there's something else about us that likes to watch people being torn down and those kind of stereotypes of the villain. I wonder, though, if that – because I, I feel like the older I get, the the less I find that in any way appealing. Yeah, Even if I remember finding that appealing before, I don't even know. Mm. But I just – I don't find it appealing. Yeah, yeah. That whole tear everybody down thing. Yeah. It's just – Yeah. I think probably politically that's all happening a little bit too much in reality. I think so therefore, <laughs> I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. When I choose to uh, to yes. watch something, I want to watch something where people are being yes. lifted up. Yeah, that's that's right. You yeah. know, there's so much. I think there's more opportunity for just that trolling. You know. Yeah. Because they reckon that some of the discourse in politics has kind of come out of our social media kind of conduct. You know, like. <laughs> calling people out and that sort of anonymity and you know just the lack of civility and now I'm sounding like a real old fart right Um, I was just about to say if you don't have something nice to say don't say anything at all let's just be civil but you know I think look to be fair the drama can be some of your kind of um you know the the menu that you will sometimes choose from but I really feel like it needs to be counterbalanced with these other nice nutritious things that you feel are good for you it's not a guilty pleasure, it's just a pleasure. Yes. It's just really nice. Oh, I love that. Yeah. We do think about things like that for ourselves, don't we, that they're mm. guilty pleasures. Mm. Well, no, why can't we just have pleasures? Yeah. More pleasure, please. More pleasures. Programmers. Yeah, well, not just that, but just like in life. Choose yeah. nice things. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, like tea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Choose All right. tea. So are you ready to queer eye me? Where are you? Yeah, yeah. go on. What you are know, we doing? So you know what's happening in my life at the moment? There's a lot happening in your life at right. the moment. I don't mind if you sort of like be critical. Just kind of give me like little bite-sized comments, right? Oh, no, no. There's no criticism. Is that okay? It's just love. All right. What should, we, love. what should we start with? What should we start Fashion? with? Tan. Fashion. Tan? What do All you right. have to say to me? Tan would like to say, um, you're rocking what you're wearing right now. Although I would have thought that you might have got the little piggies out. you got boots on. True. 
Yeah. Because it's hot. I know. And my sister chose my clothes. Oh, my sister. My <laughs> daughter <laughs> chose my clothes today. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah, but that kind of speaks to being dressed by your child, which is not very self carey is it? No, but it's nice. Yeah, she wanted us to wear matching boots. Oh. <laughs> okay, now I feel bad. See? Why did you make me do that? <laughs> just walked me right into it. Go on. What would Tan say? What would Tan say? What would Tan say? Why the choice of boots? And I've given you the answer. And what would Tan say? And Tan would say that is a fabulous choice. Awesome. And there probably should be some pictorial mm-hmm. evidence mm-hmm. of that happening yeah. so that you've got some kind of reminder of the day. There you go. That's a really good idea. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? Yeah. <laughs> I did that. It's funny because we've got um, – Paul's sister's getting married, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited because, mm-hmm. you know, I love her, and I love her fiancé, mm-hmm. and um, the boys went and got clothes because, mm-hmm. you know, small two and big two yeah. both didn't have kind of formalish wear. Yeah. But small two had found a pair of shoes six weeks ago mm-hmm. um, that were identical to the ones that Paul has for the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So he purchased, he wanted these shoes, so I got them and I took a photo of the little shoes and the big shoes together and it was adorable. So the whole boot thing is really cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I hemmed pants today. That was my job. Oh, good on you. But I went really lazy and I used hemming tape and just ironed it down. Yeah. (laughs) One woman's lazy is another woman's like, you know, um, absolute genius hack. Okay. So that's another hack from Tan. Yes. Um, If it doesn't fit then it's not worth having. True. Or mm. a good tailor will be yes. money worth well spent. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yes. So I had some, you know, my no new clothes thing. Indeed. Yes. I bought a dress from the op shop that was too long for me because I got short little legs. Yeah. So I, I went and got it took tooken up. Good on you. I got it tooken up, right? Got it tooken up. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Yeah. Yeah. So right, I mean, well, it I'll be like a... for you. Are you ready? Yeah, go. Nick, I know sometimes you feel like you don't have great esteem when it comes to putting an outfit together for yes. yourself. But you know what? Your look reflects your values, which is all about kind of, you know, saving the planet, being eco-friendly, being a mum hacker. And you always manage to look absolutely gorgeous. So keep rocking what you're doing. Oh, I love you. That's so kind. See, that's the kind of stuff that Tan would say because he's so kind. <laughs> okay, Jonathan, grooming. He would tell me to wash my hair. <laughs> No, you have to do me. He would be right. Um, do you need to wash? No, your hair doesn't need washing. Your hair's gorgeous. <laughs> I'm showing you my roots. Oh, excellent. Yeah, but you can rock that too. How long did Madonna rock the whole blonde on the end, <laughs> roots showing through thing? Mm. You can do whatever you like, mm. Mm. I say. Yeah. Yeah. In truth, if I were channeling then um, Jonathan for me, mm. the best thing I ever did was make a commitment to that every two months go to the salon oh. because when I've dropped out of – I've dropped off that merry-go-round because my hairdresser left oh. and I just haven't gotten back on, haven't been back to the circus. Because that's such a personal relationship oh, and that person leaves and then I you've know. got to make a whole new thing. I oh. know. I just need a Jonathan. Yeah. We all need a Jonathan. We do. Oh, here's one for you. Go. If your hairdresser is not making you feel like the most fabulous bitch on the planet – Go somewhere else. So true. And much like when you find a psychologist, if they're not making you feel like you're doing the work that you need to do and you're not clicking, right? Yes, that's right. You've got to find people that you click with. Yeah. Shop around. Don't be ashamed. Yes. Go find your one. Go find your person. Yeah. I had a Jonathan and he left. Oh. Anyway. Gutting. (laughs) I can recommend some people. I know some people. Maybe good. I'll get some numbers afterwards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who's next? I don't know. We don't know about each other's like food and cooking habits really. So uh, well. I have a rotate. Well, you've seen my menu board. Indeed. And if you've seen it once, 
you've seen it pretty much every week because <laughs> it's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Anthony would help me out of that, I no, think. No, I reckon Anthony would support it. Would he? Yeah, because he's like, you know what he'd say? He'd say, just, you, you're busy. It's not the most important thing. People are fed and it has to be healthy. Maybe just choose one meal per week where it's like, I'm going to extend myself. I'm going to have fun with food. So, like, maybe one new item once a week or once a month or something like that. Oh. Just so you feel like you're kind of, you know, um, going and experimenting with slightly different things. Okay. I like that. I like that you, you spun it for me to make me feel like I'm not just doing the same thing all the time. What about you and food? Um, I'm going to take a leaf out of Michelle Obama's book. Okay. Um, which is, she talks about how she hired a chef. Yeah, I was going to say. I can't afford to hire a chef, mm-hmm. but I'm all about kind of like, how can we buy in support with this? Yes. So... I'll, I'll find a way. It'll happen. So those meal prep kind of to your door things? Yeah. Yeah. Give no, those no. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Problem is that they're for like four people. Yeah. Which true. is really annoying when you have five people or six people like we do. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was also just about being in a rut and about sort of wanting to be inspired by like healthy things. Yeah. Here's one because she also talked about her kids being involved with the – so mm. she had like a chef nanny type person who'd pick up the kids and then involve them in like buying <gasps> stuff and cooking it and making it. Um I think we can probably all do that a little bit more, like maybe just involve the kids in yeah. kind of here's something that like we can maybe one maybe one um, item on your mood <laughs> mood food planning board? food planning can yeah. be like kids' choice and, they and have it to be has involved. to be something a little bit chefy. Nice. So not takeaway. Hey, I just got <laughs> Big Two to rinse his cereal bowl this morning. Oh, that's a big class. Well, normally done. he just pops it on the sink, and this yeah. morning I don't know what came over me, and I'm uh-huh. like, dude, you can reach everything. Yeah, it's time for you to rinse it, and put it in the dishwasher. Yeah, well done. And after much protestation yes. and some intervention from Big One, yeah, he was there. Mate, it's good. And give me a high five, oh, and thank I'll you. give myself a high five because all three of my children can make their own cereal now, and it's oh, bliss. That is bliss. <laughs> I'm like, yes. The only thing with that is the three liter milk container that's really heavy yes, for small arms. I know, but even my little guy is actually pretty good with that. Oh, what a legend! Yeah, I know. I love this. I know. I know. Well, Karamo would give us both snaps for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, Bobby, housewives. Yes, I'm would, doing it. You I'm are doing, doing it. it. <laughs> construction project (laughs) (laughs) so you're all over it i think bobby would come into my house and go wow there's a lot of white walls really (laughs) yeah it's not every wall in my house is white but you mean like but it's it's got pictures i know it's got i know um, but i feel like there's space for color on my walls really yep a feature wall well no not even a feature wall but actually painting a room a different color Ah. wallpaper or something i don't know i just had an idea Go on. Here's what we should do. What are we doing? You know, like just this kind of idea of the working bee, right? Yes. I feel like we should like get five of us together uh-huh. and then just like pick a day where we go to someone's house and... Sort some stuff out. Whoever the bitch is. <laughs> Sorry for my language today. <laughs> There's a whole kind of like vernacular when it comes to Queer Eye, right? So yes. I think I'm kind of... Yeah. I'm not totally. willing to go all the way there, but yeah. I'm just kind of like, so whoever's bitch... <laughs> Oh, stop it, Rach. <laughs> we just rock up at like, you know, 7am yep. and she's just like, 
this, this, this. I need help with my fashion. What do I keep? What do I throw out? Tell me about the meal planning. Do we need to paint a wall? And then we just like, you know, like on the block or whatever, they do these challenges. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like run off to Bunnings. Here's your budget. Come back. And by the end of the day, we've just like queer eyed. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. I will float it. I will float it at dinner. (laughs) Next, Next dinner we have our gang together, uh-huh. I will float it. You've got to appoint people. Well, that would be fun. That would be actually really fun Yes, to go out to dinner and just with your group of friends be like, who would be the such and such? So like, have a think about our two friends who always order the food for us. Uh-huh. They can be the Anthony. Yes. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> We've got two psychologists in the group that have to be the Karamo. Yes. Although I'd rather be the Bobby. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good. Be the Bobby. I could totally smash the culture if I have the psychological assistance. Absolutely. You do. This is it. You do. You are brilliant. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're floating that idea. High five for that. (laughs) Love it. All right. Now we've solved the world's problem. Solved the world's problem. So, um, seeing we've done that already, uh, we can talk about what we're going to talk about next time. Indeed. And we will say that we will do it in a fortnight, but it may not be because, you know, life. life. Yes. And as we were talking about before we hit record, life happens you guys know that who are listening and we know that and we're not going to pretend otherwise. So you get us when you get us <laughs> and we hope that's okay. <laughs> so next time, yes. what are we talking about, Rach? We are talking about Annabelle Crabb. Yeah. Men at Work, her quarterly essay with combined with her wife drought, book, situation. Indeed. Mm-hmm. All the stuff she bangs on about. Yes. With all of her research. Yeah. Just around kind of like, you know, women, men in the workplace. Yep. Women have come into the workplace and have made great social strides, but men have not had to adjust very much socially mm. and that workplaces really don't support men staying at home. No. Um, and all of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Let's pull it all apart next yeah. time. That Get sounds wonderful. And she's been doing a whole pile of media. So mm. like, she's been on a few podcasts and stuff recently. So if you we want will. to cross it, just Google Annabelle Crab. We will post things on the first Facebook yeah. page in preparation. So we'll talk about that next time. We will. Ostensibly in two weeks' time. Indeed. It will happen. <laughs> and if anyone's looking for you, Rach, where do they find you? Uh, littleshopofpop.com. Without an AU. Indeed. Now that I remember that. Yes. Um, me on Twitter at Nicole Lessio. Not that I tweet very much these days. No. I need to do that more often. Yeah, we should. Um, thank you for the reminder. Uh, and you can find us at um, popthekettleon.com.au. All the back um, catalogue of our <laughs> podcasts are there. Yeah. And, of course, on iTunes and Spotify and Overcast and wherever you get your podcasts from. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate the podcast because that makes it easier for people to find us. Yay. Yay. Um, so until next time, Rach. Hug your, hug your babies. Yeah, and be kind to each other and yourself. Indeed. We'll talk to you next time. See you next time. Bye.